What if we are far greater than we give ourselves credit for? This is the Possibility Explorer podcast. My name is Dr. Dean here, and I would like to welcome you to an ADHD adventure of life hacks. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to the Possibility Explorer. This is Dr. Dean here, co-creator of Access Consciousness and Possibility Explorer extraordinaire, I hope. Hey, I'm doing my best. What, 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 what else are you going to do but your best? You know what I'm saying? So what is today's episode? Well, if you heard the inaugural episode of this podcast, The Possibility Explorer, and by the way, those of you who listen, thank you very much. What an honor and a privilege to have you and to get to share some of these tidbits of, of this wonderful exploration. It's such an interesting thing to, to recognize that there are possibilities available. And what an amazing gift to be able to, to be able to share with you some of these tools that I have used and lots of other people around the world have used to create the change and the possibilities that exist. So what is today's topic? Today's topic is the subtle art of asking a true question and how it changes the landscape of your reality. Um, but before we even get into that, let me just tell you right off the bat, what's wrong with me is not a question. Okay, so what do I mean by a true question? Well, let's put it this way. In order for a question to work, you have to actually ask a question. Okay, now, most of us, when we were younger, we would ask so many questions that uh, everybody we knew got frustrated with us, and uh, everybody just was kind of annoyed, and so it created a space where we were taught, and what we were taught, most of us, is that we shouldn't ask questions because it's annoying, but what we should do is we should try to come up with the right conclusion and the right answer, and if you translate that, that basically means the right judgment to show that we had the right answer, to show that we were listening, to show that we're good kids, to show that we're good students, to show that we'll always do the good thing and the right thing. <sighs> oh my goodness, that's a lot of energy, a lot of effort to put in. And it's also contrary to the way that we function because a question, part of its job is to open up other doorways of possibility that you never saw before. And so, a true question always opens a door. Okay, I'm gonna let you be with that for just a moment, okay? A true question always opens a door. An answer always closes a door. Because when you have your answer, that's it. And questions have the ability to lead us to possibilities that we don't currently know can exist. And they have the, the capacity to lead us to outcomes that we can't currently fathom are possible. So here we are having this conversation. And isn't it an amazing thing to consider that this thing so simple as a question can really start to change things? So... Um, let me give you a real question. I gave you some in the first episode. I'm going to give you several on this one. What else is possible that I've never considered? 
Now, let's be with that for just a moment, okay? What else is possible that I've never considered? By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, because it is on video also, um, somebody said, you know, um, at first I really wanted you to look into the camera, and then I actually appreciated the fact that you don't. And let me tell you part of the reason that I don't is because I have this autistic aspect uh, to well, to me, to my being, to whatever the heck I am. And um, there are times where looking somebody in the eye is a little more than I really want to handle. And if I'm looking directly to camera, what it does, it changes what I'm able to perceive and sort of makes it a little more challenging for me to have this conversation with you. Now, that may change. I don't know. And um, I'm willing to have it change right now. As a matter of fact, what would it take? Which is actually a real question. What would it take to change this? That's another great question. Okay, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. But the person said, they said, you know, um, at first I wanted you to look at me and then actually I really enjoyed the fact that you weren't. And it allowed me to engage in a different way. So I'm just putting that out there. So, um, so you know, I know. <laughs> it's not that I'm totally afraid of you. I'm just moderately afraid of you. Okay, just a little bit. Just afraid of you a little bit. Okay, just, just a tiny bit afraid. Okay, I'm not really. And we're going to actually do an episode on fear because changing it is so fast. You would not believe it. And most of you will do it and you'll have to do it a few times because you don't believe it can change that quickly. But that's a story for another episode. So anyway, the first question I gave you, what else is possible? Or something like, what else is possible here that I've never considered? Now notice, one of the things I'd like you to start to notice is the, the subtle energy of something. And what I mean by that is, is basically we could look at it as like, well, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel lighter? Does it make you feel heavier? Does it sort of like make you feel more like a kid who's exploring the world? Because do you remember a day when, when you're, you had this childlike wonder or maybe a part of your life where you had this childlike wonder? And then most of us had something or many somethings that occurred where we went, oh, I can't be that anymore. I can't do that anymore. And I'd like to say, you know what? Bring that back bring back the childlike wonder. And one of the ways you can get there is by asking questions. Questions are an amazing way of bringing back the, the wonder again. Because what is wonder? Well, it's like, I wonder, like, I wonder what it would take, like be in that space of wondering rather than conclusion, and especially conclusion that it can't happen. See, questions are an amazing gift to go beyond all of your conclusions. But as I've already said, you got to ask a real question. Okay, so I'm hoping you're starting to get the sense of what is a real question. A real question is something that opens a door. A real question is not a conclusion with a question mark attached, like what's wrong with me. A real question is, how does it get any better than this? What else is possible? Some version of that, I know I've said that so many times. Well, guess what? You're going to keep hearing it because and a lot of the things I'm going to say on one episode, you're going to hear me say on another and another and another and another. And one day you're going to hear it and go, oh, oh, I get what he was talking about. Oh, shit. I did it. I thought I got it before, but I'm actually getting it now. Okay. So this thing about question and what else is possible? Maybe I should have called it the what else is possible explorer. I don't know. I've said that so many times. Um, but I, because that, 
that energy, whatever that brings up when it, it so bleh. sorry, my ADHD is kicking in big time right now. Cause I want to say all the stuff that's in my head all at the same time. And I only have one mouth. What is that about? I should have more mouths. That would be awesome. I, not only would it serve so many other functions, many of which I'm not going to go into right now because, you know, we want to make this somewhat of a PG show, I guess, but I could say all the things that were in my head. Oh, but then you think about it. And then it would sound like, like if I had like a 500 mouths, which would probably be 500 to a thousand mouths would probably be appropriate to speak to most of the amount of thoughts that are in my head in each moment. But then sometimes it'd be too many and sometimes it'd be too little, but then you'd have a thousand different things being said all at the same time. Imagine that for just a moment. Okay. And now walk into it. Okay. That's my brain. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So for those of you who are wired like me or unwired like me, I don't think wires cut it anymore. It's more like a cloud, a cloud decomputing system. For those of you who are wired like that, just know you are not wrong. And uh, actually, if you'll stop judging it and stop buying other people's judgments, you can have so much fun and you can be so creative in your life. And the challenge will not be, oh my God, I can't create enough, which is another episode we're going to have to get. Don't know where, where Elmer Fudd or Bugs Bunny came in. Um, but we're going to have to do another episode on what if every wrongness of you is a strongness of you, because a lot of people have the idea that when they have too many thoughts in their head, that they can't be linear. And guess what? You're right. You can't, but that's a gift. So another great question. What is the gift of me that I'm not acknowledging? What is the gift of me that I'm not yet seeing? So notice a real question it's interesting because it, it's like it invites a space and it creates like a softness, but it also creates a presence. It's like, it does so many things. It does so many things. It does so many things. Just talking to the guy over there. It does so many things. And so uh, part of also uh, what I didn't tell you on episode one that is part of my target for this journey is that Every time you listen, you just feel a little different. Sometimes maybe a lot different. Like, like um, one of the things I wanted for so long, or, or one of the things I realized was when I first came to Access Consciousness, I, it created such a different space. It was like I had space in my life walking around from the first session that I had. And then every time I would use the tool, when the space would feel like it was going away, every time I'd use the tool that I had, it would return. And then I would get more access and then I would get more space. And then sometimes I feel like it wanted to go away. And then I would use a tool, ask a question, get my bars run, go to a class, whatever, all kinds of stuff. We have thousands of tools, but then I would have access to that space again. So part of what I wanted to create with this podcast is where you listen and you just, if it's just, you know, a half an hour out of your week where where you get returned to the space of you. And man, if you get even a little bit of that out of this podcast, it is so, just makes me so happy. It's so worth it for me to do it. Because when I first came to access and discovered this, there was this possibility for being alive. And um, it just, there were so few venues for me to 
experience that space. Nobody was talking about what I was talking about, except my best friend, Gary, which is why I wanted to talk to him more than anybody else. Anyway, I digress. So as I was saying, I know I never digress. That was the first. Oh, my God. It was my first digression. Hallelujah. Praise me. Did I survive my first digression? Yes. Okay, good. I'm still here. Okay, wait. Hold on. Let me touch myself. Yep. Let me smack my forehead to make sure I'm still. Yep, I'm here. Okay, good. I survived my first digression. That was awesome. Anyway, back to my non-digress state um, questions. Now, notice, let me ask you a question. Oh, my God. There's another one. Uh, do you have a sense of being any different than before you started listening to this podcast or watching it? A lot of you were going to say, yeah. Now, some of you are probably thinking more and trying to figure out where are we going? Oh, don't do that. That That is an exercise in futility, let me tell you, because I never know where we're going. Um, but do you feel any different? Do you have any more sense of lightness in your space? And do you have any more sense of lightness after I went on my little rant through Dane's brain? Why would that be? Because it acknowledges something in you as not wrong and not alone. Because how many times does your brain just go off and they're like, oh my God, I've been, I've just been going off on a daydream for hours and I didn't get my work done. And what if that is actually an energy that contributes? Now notice that's also a question. So let's look from this perspective then. What are the energies of contribution that you could receive that you're not currently choosing to. Okay, um, later on, probably in the next episode, we're gonna get to something called the clearing statement, which is a way of, we can have these conversations and I can bring it up and then we can change what doesn't allow the possibility to show up. So I think we'll schedule that for our next episode and I will go through and explain it and show you how to use it. And that ought to be fun. It'll be a fun time together. I'll be, I will be sharing with you the uh, superheroes of consciousness, Pac and Pod. But that is a story for another time. So I won't quite go there yet, but look at this for a moment. It's like truly, and here's another question. What if everything you thought were a wrongness of you is actually a strongness of you? Like for me with that ADHD thing, I used to make myself so wrong because I just couldn't, I, I, it took so much effort to sit and do homework linearly. And this is back at a time where you were supposed to do homework linearly or you were bad and wrong and all this sort of stuff. And what I do now is kind of like I do with a podcast. It's like, oh, I do a podcast. Oh, okay. What else can I do? Oh, what else can I do? Because each thing that you do leads to uh, or gives you a space of opening for doing something else. Like, for example, if you're trying to create, a lot of people are like, oh, I must create and create and create and create. Well, my suggestion, if you're wired at all like me, is to create a little here until you get bored or feel like you're running into a wall and then go work on something else or go have a massage or go eat lunch or go grab a glass of wine or talk to a friend or whatever, or just have off time and then come back to it and then go to the next creative thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In family life and cleaning your house, in business, this works so dynamically. 
So once again, what if everything you thought was a wrongness of you is actually a strongness of you? That's another great question you can ask. And which also leads us into another great question. What's right about me that I'm not getting? Now, notice when I ask that. And notice when I ask what else is possible I've never considered. Do you notice there's, there's like this undercurrent of, of like peace, an undercurrent of curiosity, an undercurrent of space, and an undercurrent of, once again, opening. So that's a real question, okay? And when I say real, that's even too intense a word to use in to apply to a question, but I guess I'd say that's a true question. And so just because you put a question mark at the end of something doesn't mean it's a question. For example, what's wrong with me? Why am I so stupid? Why am I? I highly recommend not asking why questions. The only why you ever want to look at is sort of your big why. Like, like for me, why am I doing this? Well, because I'd like to see a happier world. I've been blessed to, to <laughs> have a, a different life than most people do. And I, wanna, I want everybody to know it's possible. That's one of my big whys. And ultimately, I'd like to create consciousness all over the planet. Remember, consciousness is where everything exists and nothing is judged. So for me, that's my big why. And I'd like to create a sustainable living earth in which we actually all live in harmony and uh, more kindness, less judgment, more possibilities, more contribution where everyone can thrive. That's the world I would like to create. So I'm doing my part. So that for me is my big why. One of the things you might ask yourself is what is my big why? And like, like from your own point of view, and there is no right, there is no wrong. But if you look at that, and that is the only one why you want to use, because all of the other ones are kind of like when a little kid says, why is the sky blue? And you tell me, go, why is this? And why? But why? But why? If you, you know, why is like the fork in the road? If you take enough forks, you go in a circle and end up right at where you came from. And so a why question in the context of your personal life and in the context of looking for awareness very seldom contributes and i know there are people out there that would totally disagree with me and you know have why as a fundamental part of their entire construct and reality and and i'm just telling you my perspective rather than looking for why did i do this why is this so messed up why is this this way why 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 Instead, a question might be, what else is possible I've never considered here? What's it going to take to change this? What would it take for a miracle to show up here? How much fun can I have that I've never acknowledged? How does it get any better than this? Is a, that's another great question. Ask whenever something good happens or something bad happens because it makes something bad better and it makes something good even better. These are actual questions. And they, once again, and please practice, okay? Like you could ask a question like, what's it gonna take for me to actually get what questions are and actually use them? So you can ask a question about anything. And here's the interesting part that nobody tells us. That question that you ask, you know how I said a question always opens a door? Well, one of the doors that it opens is the door to get the entire universe to contribute to you. 
and you start to realize you are actually not alone. So for anything you want to change, okay, so let's, let me try to tie this up in our last few moments together here, because I'm going to indeed make it a quickie today. Um, let me tie this up in the last few moments, which is the idea of asking, or the idea that why am I messed up? Why am I so stupid? Why can't I do this? Or what's wrong with me? Or what's wrong with this? Those are not questions. Those are judgments. You've already judged and concluded that it's wrong. Now you're asking, show me how it's wrong. Guess what happens when you put that out there in the world? It's not a question. It's a conclusion that something's wrong. And because you have the conclusion something's wrong, the only thing you can see is what is wrong. So in that case, let's take one thing that you have been judging yourself for. I know a lot of you like, one thing, one thing. What do you mean one thing? I judge myself for everything, Dr. Dane. Don't you understand? Hello, what are you talking about? Okay, let's just take one thing and you can apply this after this to all those things. Anything that shows up, okay? Here's the beauty of this. This is why this is called Possibility Explorer because it's actually about exploring, okay? Which means it's like, try some of this stuff out, just explore. The worst that can happen is it won't do anything. It's guaranteed not to make things worse, okay? Um, and very, very, very likely might make things better. And if you keep using them over time, will make things greater and greater and greater and greater and greater nonstop. So let's just take one area in which you've been judging yourself, okay? You know the energy of judgment where you're like, oh, geez, I can't do it. Oh, oh, you feel insecure. You want to withdraw from it. You want to stop it, whatever, okay? Now, let's just ask some questions around that, open-ended questions. So what I'd like you to do is lower your walls and barriers and all of your points of view about that area, okay? And just ask yourself, what else is possible here that I've never considered? Just be with that for a moment. It doesn't have to be a long moment even, just one moment, just like one moment of presence with it. See, this all, all this stuff, all these access consciousness tools, all the tools of consciousness, they're actually really simple. Most of them are so freaking simple and they're really fast. They just don't feel, they don't have the, like the intense drama to them that people think is necessary to create change. So a lot of people don't believe it can create change because it's too easy. <laughs> we live in a weird, weird, weird world. Okay, so I'm doing my autistic thing of looking off to the right today, apparently. Okay, good. Not even sure what I'm looking at. I'm just looking off to the right. Okay, <clears throat> so what else is possible here that I've never considered? What else is possible for me to be with this? And just ask along with me. And you know, just don't even try to ask. Just, just ask and, and don't try to do it with a certain energy or a certain way. Don't try to do it in the right way of asking or the way that's going to make it work. Just ask. That's the way this works. Just ask, okay? And I've heard asking you shall receive actually works. Uh, maybe that's a story for another time because this won't be a short podcast if I go into that one. Okay, now ask, what is possible that I think is not possible 
that if I allowed the possibility, would actualize a different reality. And you could go everything that doesn't allow that, pock and pod. Or everything that doesn't allow that, I now let it go. And then pock and pod. Yes, that's a preview for next episode, which now I have to try to remember to do that as the next episode. Dear Lord, I hope it matches the energy of the next episode. Otherwise, I'm going to be in trouble. I have to pock and pod myself. I can change my trouble, double trouble. Okay, let's ask another question. Do you notice you're lightening up at all about this area? Now, some of you are trying to hold on to it because you can actually perceive it changing just by asking a couple questions. So you're trying to hold on to it to make sure you're doing the exercise right. This is not an exercise. This is an exploration. So there is no way to do it right. There is no way to do it wrong. The constipated is probably less vital, less fun for you, but you can do it constipated if you want to, okay? This is about getting to lightness in everything. So now ask, what is possible to be in this situation that I never imagined? What awareness do I have that can change this that I'm not acknowledging? And a, a few more questions. Is it actually possible to change this? Especially if you're dealing with other people. There are certain times where you're like, I want to change this. I can change it. I will do anything to change it. And yet what you don't realize is if the other person won't change it, not really changeable. Um, what's right about this I'm not getting? How does it get any better than this? And what is possible if I don't try to look for a conclusion? Whew. Okay. So a few other great questions. Universe, show me something beautiful today. I know that sounds like a statement, but it's kind of like universe, will you please show me something beautiful today? And I put it in the form of universe. We show me something, universe, show me something beautiful today, please. Every day I ask that, the universe does. So I'm asking again today, universe, show me something beautiful today. And also, the other thing with asking questions, and I know this is going to sound a little too airy-fairy for some of you, and I totally get it. What I'm going to ask you to do is, like, let's take this area. Notice the area. Does it feel different to you? Is it any lighter? Has it changed at all? Isn't that weird? For a lot of you, you're like, yeah, it's changed. Well, we have a lot more tools to change it. I'm just trying to work on questions right now. Um, but the other thing you can do is go, uh, I'm asking for a miracle here. Please, universe, can I have a miracle, please, with changing this? And then don't think about it because miracles don't come into existence from thinking. They actually are an aspect of asking you shall receive. So here's what I'd like you to do also is just practice asking open-ended questions. Maybe for the next day, whenever you think about it, once again, like this is not a, it's not an exercise you got to do because the awareness that I've shared with you, the energetic awareness is already working its way through your world. It's not about the work that we do. It's about the space that we be. So give yourself the freedom to have this exploration and uh, with some ease, some joy, some glory and uh, ooh, topic for another episode and just start asking what else is possible for everything? How does it get any better than this for everything?
and start functioning from the perspective that your question opens a door and the more doors you open, the more possibilities you have. Whew. Well, my beautiful friends, it's been a wonderful time. Hopefully this has been a contribution to you. And uh, if you liked it, like it. If you really liked it, please subscribe because that's how people find us. Because if you go to a podcast that has like two subscribers, you're like, I don't think I want to listen because I don't think I want to join all those two idiots. You know what I'm saying? But if we had a million or, I don't know, 10 or 20, hey, I'm asking for a miracle. What is possible? I've never considered here. Uh, so please like it if you like it. Subscribe if you really like it. And uh, what if you, truly being you, functioning from and as the gift of question you are, or the gift, the change, and the possibility this world requires. You are my beautiful friends. This is Dr. Dane here, the possibility explorer. Okay, I'm out of here. See you soon. Bye-bye. This is Dr. Dane signing off from the back of a fire-breathing dragon, soaring into the unknown. Remember, you have to leap in order to know you have wings. <laughs>